All right, welcome everybody to a very special Cloud and Clear episode dedicated completely to Google Workspace and appropriately to my very special guest, Rowan Manson. Welcome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Very excited to talk about all things Workspace. We had this thing scheduled uh, a while back, but what dropped in our lap just yesterday was a massive list of product roadmap enhancements, changes, and we're going to get into all that because I feel like each one can be almost an episode to itself. But um, I first want to start with you. How'd you get here? How we met? I think that's its own amazing story. So why don't you give us a little high-level introduction of, um, of, of, of your sort of career trajectory and what landed you at SADA? Of course, of course. I think that story could take a whole podcast on its own. So I think <laughs> high level is the right way to describe it. <laughs> well, let me go very back all the way to the start when I first had a magical moment and interacted with Google for the first time, which is really the, the starting point for the whole thing for where we are now. So back all the way in my university days, uh, which is not that long ago, actually, for me, maybe compared to to a lot of the folks at Sada, but what are you, what are you I, saying? What are you saying about my beard? N- nothing at all. Nothing at okay, all. Okay. Nothing Keep at going. all. Keep going. So, <laughs> but but back in my not so long ago university days, uh, I I started collaborating with Google Docs for the first time and working a project, and that was when I saw up until that point I had really only experienced the more traditional Microsoft approach of emailing files around and collaborating in that fashion. So to see that transformational shift immediately just by using a different tool and how freeing that was and collaborative, that immediately made an impact on me. So I started, started using those, uh, those uh, tools. And then later on, uh, through a consultancy project, I met with uh, a, a guy called Colin Brace, who was starting a consultancy uh, around Google Apps. Uh, the time, yeah, not even G Suite, Google Apps yeah, for work, yeah. but all, all the way back in those days. So started working with, with him. So even more of the benefit from an organizational perspective of moving to workspace uh, or Google Apps at the time. So it completely changes the culture. Um, it gives everyone an inclusive opportunity to have good tech tools that they can use to have an impact and create their own projects and do their own work, improve processes. So all of that, and so over time. Uh, I graduated from university, became a full-time employee at, at Cobri, uh, which was the, the company, and then started posting on LinkedIn, a lot, probably too much. Uh, maybe that's a, a similarity I think we both have, right? You're, you're on LinkedIn very much. Yeah. So, and that's how, we, that's how we started engaging, actually. You, you were following some of my posts uh, because I was so active on, on the workspace stuff, right? I'm, I'm interested sure. to hear, actually, was that the perspective from how you found out about me? You just saw this Scottish guy shouting about <laughs> Google from across totally. the world? Look, the, the entire population of people that have deep multi-year expertise and passion in workspace is an extremely small number of people. Or a rare breed, definitely. Yeah, especially... I mean, both parts, but it's almost like concentric circles. You have all the populations experienced for multi-years. That's a very small number. And then another circle of people that talk about it, like that overlap is tiny. So yes. you stood out like a sore thumb, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I just wanted to uh, show people the amazing transformational power that the technology could have. And I realized probably, uh, I think very much like you and a lot of my colleagues that, 
uh, impact had been not seen very much yet. And so, so few organizations had moved to it. And it, even the organizations that had moved to it uh, were not taking advantage of the capabilities that it had by any means. So there was a lot of excitement, a lot, a lot of opportunity. And then on top of that, Google continuously improving and building upon their products, even as recently as just yesterday before our, our chat today. So yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of why I, I'm such an advocate for uh, Google and how it's led us to this point. We definitely share that passion. I think that it's one of those areas that uh, is still ground level in a lot of ways, in my view, because I'm sure, like, of course, what we saw yesterday blew everybody's mind, but there's some secret roadmap somewhere. Yes. That's going, when it comes out, when it starts coming out, and this is exactly what Javier Soltero talked about. First time we met, every, every other time we talk strategy, he's like, this is not about copying features and other things. This is about mm-hmm. a completely different opinionated view of what makes productivity and collaboration feel like magic. And of course, we listen to customers and put like the fundamental things that they want you know, more than ever today. But I think yesterday's release was the first one that I was like, wow, we just felt the full weight of Javier Soltero's vision and impact. A couple of years in, a lot of challenging times with um, all the structural things that had to happen at Google to elevate to workspace to where it is, which, you know, Javier reports directly to Thomas Curry, and that's a huge symbolic uh gesture about the priority of the product, but he's also sort of dotted line to to Sundar and everything that's happening with like the Google messaging, Android uh, interfaces. So he has consumer Gmail workspace uh, messaging responsibilities and also reports to Thomas Curry. And I think that's a very unique position, but really tells you like the scope and with the scope comes the responsibility that is on his on his shoulders. And yesterday's feature drop was like, wow, like well, nothing it, that we know of is doing the kinds of things that that is describing, you know? Yeah, it really feels like uh, with the updates yesterday and the announcements and, and we know maybe a bit more about the, the stuff that... I, is not talked about publicly yet. It's showing, I think, Google are really starting to lead the way in terms of how they think work should be done, how work can be uh, culturally influenced in the way that, you know, you if you provide effective collaboration and communication tools to all, you see a completely different way that an organization can operate. And through these unique capabilities that they're starting to implement that don't exist just now, they're starting to really lay that path out for organizations and set a vision for how they can work effectively. And that's only been accelerated by the need for um, remote working and in the future will be undoubtedly a hybrid model of um, work from wherever is effective and appropriate for you with whatever device that you, again, is appropriate for you. Yeah. No, one of the first things that attracted me to the vision early on, of course, was the real-time collaboration capabilities, which, you know, to be honest, nobody's really caught up to that even yet. You know, they have some versions of it, but the way the Google stuff works is quite remarkable. They've had 15 years of practice, I guess, doing it. So quite quite, quite a far ahead. But 
the fact that you could use any device and have the same experience was quite remarkable. The fact that it could be a Chromebook or a MacBook or it could be Windows machine or it could be an iPad or it could be an Android phone. Like everybody generally gets the same experience. I thought that was liberating. But now we're extending that to like the devices in the house, your Google Home devices, your assistants, your Chromecast, your the things that infrastructure that already exists, you know, um, that does support a um a very hybrid and complex future of of uh work from anywhere and have the same experience totally agree totally agree that's always as you say been google's priority from you know the get-go to be as much device agnostic as they can even though they had their own chrome you know hardware thing which is done so well in the, the education space particularly and also for businesses of course but yeah, I totally agree. And I love that they're extending it to other sort of home-based products and really mm. making uh, organizations, give them options to provide employees with flexible solutions to suit their lifestyle. Hey, speaking That's of great. Chrome, we can pause and celebrate for a second that Chromebooks surpassed MacBooks as the love second most popular operating system of uh, any device that's sold that's a computer. That I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Let's get to see. Totally agree. I, I think, yeah, more and more people are realizing that they don't need to deal with all of the, you know, hassles that some of the more traditional operating systems provide. Yeah. And because so many things are more browser-based, it becomes a question of what are you really missing out on compared to some of the costs or disadvantages that you have. So it's, it's great news. I love to see that. I used to be a Mac user for a long time, and I've been on Chromebooks of, of various types for a long time. Uh, right now, I'm using Samsung Galaxy i5 10th generation, which is amazing. Of course, I use the Chromebooks Go's and their Pixel books. And I was trying to, Rowan, I was trying to configure a MacBook that I thought would be as performant as this $699 device. Yeah. It was going to be like $2,700, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger. I was like, this makes no sense. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. You can't get better than an operating system that is fully configured and built on the browser that you're going to be operating in all the time and completely wipes out any of the nonsense that you don't need. It's fantastic. It's fast. It's reliable. It's instant on. Uh, not only, I mean, you know, we don't only use workspace, but all of our tools. We're using this application to record this podcast. Like everything works. That you that you generally would use unless you're like doing some graphical intense video editing work. I get why you need something else, but I you know with the whole work from home paradigm shift and then learn from home, you could see why Chromebooks have accelerated, you know, in the way that they have. Right, it's sort of definitely a symbol of 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 uh, the, the the pandemic and the lockdown and work from anywhere paradigm has to have, has to have impacted those numbers. Totally agree. Totally agree. And surely it's only a matter of time before those more intense activities like video editing eventually migrate themselves up to the cloud and we can enjoy the benefits of that too for those types of applications. We're maybe not quite there yet, but once we do, then you know the Chrome solution is really becoming a powerful uh, solution for all types of work, which is great. Definitely. Hey, let's, let's talk about your role uh, a little bit because it's the first of its kind at SADA. It is a role that uh, is aligned completely with 
just Google Workspace. And we've never had that kind of role. And I think it's a role that will become a team and that will grow over time. Um, so first of all, thank you for uh, agreeing to take on something that doesn't exist where, you know, I don't, I can't give you a playbook. You really have to write one. It's always a special type of person who wants to take those on. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, those people are hard to find. So thank you for, for, for that. Um, and I think it, it, it definitely marries like time, timing wise with what Google's approach is to workspace in that now it's a, um, Solution that's front and center for the Google field. They all carry the number. All the Google field leadership carries the number. They, and they have a specialist team that they go to, much like uh, folks like like yourself, um, who are resourced per region to help identify you know opportunities and um, help the field uh, sales organization have meaningful conversations and helping customers sort of make the make the right decision with their productivity tools. So uh, how how have the last couple of months been? Like, how's this experiment going? Because, I mean, literally, it's something we've never done before. Yes. Well, I'm very, very delighted to be involved in the experiment. It's been an extremely fun ride. There's lots of work to be done, which I love. There's there's so much opportunity, I think, to so many organizations, even using Workspace, that haven't realized the value of it. Even more so ones that haven't even heard of Google what Workspace can offer. And coming from more of a delivery type role where I'm involved in directly showing the customer how they're going to implement and use the technology to actually showing them what it's about and how it can completely transform their organization. It's definitely a shift, but a very exciting one for me because I've always been at the second stage where they already have seen some of the magic and they're now implementing it, but I get to show them the magic, which has always been a bit that I've maybe missed out on. So I've been loving that and... Yeah, you guys are keeping me extremely busy. There's lots and lots of workspace opportunity. And I've been loving talking to customers, showing them all the different features. And of course, they always laugh and and get impressed when my Scottish accent gets a bit (laughs) out of hand, when I get a bit passionate about the tools, you know? That's always a good talk. When he gets super passionate, you mean you can't understand Rowan anymore when he gets really passionate? Is that what it is? (laughs) Exactly. That's okay. We'll take it. You'll, You'll sound like a Canadian probably soon enough. Because uh, you know, it's a, the, your environment's going to be influential pretty soon. But no, I love your accent, and uh, it wasn't purposeful. Look, but I'm telling you, yeah, we didn't seek out to go import somebody from Glasgow to, come to North America. <laughs> but that's truly how rare the combination of skills and talent are. That we're just going to go, and and I'm, I'm so happy you're willing and able to move to Toronto and. Um, you know, we just gotta we gotta get the best talent wherever wherever they may reside. It um, definitely it definitely feels like I'm totally perfect for what I should be doing, and that like this is my mission in life to to convince as many organizations as possible that they need to use workspace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that and that team is growing on the delivery side too. Uh, Nikki, Kelly, and Veronica are, are all hiring um, pre sales engineering leadership, uh, change management, adoption leadership. Because you're right. We are experiencing a groundswell of new opportunities. And I think it's, again, testament to not only the roadmap, but, you know, when Diane Green arrived at Google Cloud, her main priority was getting GCP up to a a level where it could go toe-to-toe with AWS and Azure. And I think she largely accomplished the foundation of that. And, of course, TK and Rob have taken it further. But... But there was a little bit of a pause, and I think we all felt the pause. There was a roadmap pause, an evolution pause, a sales focus pause. But now it's, it's totally coming back around, and 
it makes our, our lives easier because, you know, if we have the full support of Google's, um, you know, just power behind us, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's much easier to go, to go and execute. And, and, and I'm glad, uh, as I expected and as I know that you're, you're feeling really, really busy. And I love for, um, and you're having lots of conversations, which is so helpful to have lots of conversations. And in your, in your uh, engagements, uh, what, what, what stands out as sort of what are people resistant to? Like if you get objections of do, even doing an evaluation, what do those objections sound like? Sure. I think the, major, the, the vast majority of organizations I've spoken to are feeling a lot lost in the, in the sea of different tools they can use and the different demands that are being placed on them by their employees, their teams that need, I mean, after the work from home shift, the vast majority of organizations were not ready for that. And so they had to sort of go into emergency mode to an extent. I mean, the ones that aren't using workspace, of course, they had to go into a bit of an emergency mode, find tools immediately, um, like Zoom perhaps, Slack. And you, you know about this, you call this the, the luxury SaaS model, right? <laughs> uh, which I love. So <laughs> you're going to be proud of me for bringing that up, aren't you? So nice. what I see very often is organizations uh, not really knowing what their strategy is, not really understanding tools. And so I think there's a big lack of education. And as a result, there's this this massive SaaS luxury tools that are being used that don't really make sense from a security standpoint, cost standpoint, or yeah. strategic. It's much better to go with uh, a provider like Workspace, which can cover a full breadth of tools that you need. Um, so this is yeah. the, one of the biggest things that we see. That's uh, an important one I want to dig into and I want to talk about a couple other objections or ask you about them. But I definitely have um, seen this actually even leading up to the pandemic, but but it's definitely accelerated, which has been this sprawl. It was just a buying spree of like, oh, my God, I have to send hundreds or thousands of people home. I don't have anything. I need VPNs and this and that. None of that's going to work. I'm going to buy everything. <laughs> I'm going to buy a digital uh, whiteboard app. I'm going to buy a chat app. I'm going to buy a video conferencing app. I'm going to buy a file management sharing app. And it was like not not only a a a, a uh, logistical nightmare, but I think a security risk and all these other things that we talk about. So I do sort of press the Google leadership on this topic of where are we going to lean in our view? Are we going to say yes? Workspace is the best for integrating with all those tools, which it's very good at, arguably better than the alternatives at integrating with other SaaS solutions. Or are we going to say Workspace can replace a bunch of those SaaS solutions? So what what does what is a what is a company like that that's gone through that? What do they resonate with more? Well, I think once we explain the strategy of Google and Workspace and that they try and build the core tools and capabilities that every organization is going to need, and then they allow for and encourage and promote an ecosystem of third-party tools that are more specific. And we can, of course, debate what falls into the category of third-party and what falls into core. I understand that. But I think the strategy in general there is solid. And I think Google have delivered on that. They offer, you know, the core tools of, of email through Gmail, chat, instant messaging, meet. I agree that perhaps these tools before the big development wave last year were maybe a little more primitive than some of the other offerings. 
Um, but now, once they've developed and brought in the features for me and chat, I think these tools are the, the core tools and functions that an organization needs. And so I would suggest that they can be a replacement for all of the, 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 the core capabilities. And then you can look at third-party tools to integrate within for more specific types of needs. That, and yeah. that, I think that's a strategy that makes wow. a lot of sense. Security-wise, cost-wise, uh, ease of management, it makes a ton of sense. Hey, that's, you articulated that really, really well, actually. <laughs> Probably better than I've heard Googlers articulate the strategy. It's, yeah, that is very well put. That is very well put. And look, I think there is um, going to be a, a little bit of a reckoning. And we saw, we've seen it already, which is like, hey, the sprawl was great. But boy, is it really, it's expensive. Like, why am I spending more on one tool than what all of Workspace costs? per user per month like that doesn't sound sustainable from an it budget management standpoint totally agree totally agree and workspace has much more capabilities than i think the general business population believes like it has all of those core tools i mentioned for communication and collaboration but there's all sorts of other tools and capabilities like the admin console having parts of mobile device management, Chrome device management, Windows and Mac device management. Um, they have things like Beyond Corp that they're working on. Yeah. So ways that you can integrate your entire security setup, even tools that aren't uh, included in Workspace or Google Cloud. Part of the process that we like to go through with customers is doing that sort of a um, capability, but also cost uh, comparison and analysis because, you know, the buyers and the decision makers of a work, workspace uh, project are many parts of the executive team. It's not literally a, just a CIO decision. It's not a just a CEO decision. Uh, it's not, you know, the CFO likely needs to be on board. So I think um, when you stack all those reasons together, I think it becomes clear, like just the financial impact of not only the core tools, but the ability then to use Chrome, for example, right? Which cuts down not only the initial purchase price of hardware, let's assume that that's maybe, let's assume that that's the same, which it's not, let's say that, but the ongoing management of Chrome becomes nothing. So it has like a domino effect of like, okay, now our security posture can be like this. Now our device strategy can be like this, has these downstream effects that I think Again, unless we educate the market, they're not clearly uh, fully aware of. Yeah, I totally agree. There's so many hidden, hidden costs that aren't necessarily, you know, the direct license comparison or hardware comparison, the, the initial cost, but are hidden benefits that you don't realize. Like the fact that your security is so much stronger means that you have less risk of being hacked. And that's a costly activity to have to, to uh, resolve. Yeah, ransomware. Oh my yeah, goodness. it's just not a thing in Google Drive or the doc sheets and slides. It's, it's not possible to get. And all of these capabilities like mobile management, device management, um, context-aware access where you can set different rules and policies based on behavior and the, the context of how a user is trying to access data, all of these capabilities are in one admin console under one package. And this is yeah. what I think people are definitely not getting, which is a great opportunity for us to educate them on. And we've been finding okay. great success in that. On that, on that security front, now I can talk about it because the story is finally public. But uh, I also love that our Sony Imageworks story came out. And then Javier had Sony Imageworks in his 
product announcement again. I was like, so, like sought a customer, you know, for the win. But um, the story goes that during, you know, Sony ImageWorks has been a customer for a long time. During the Sony hack, ImageWorks was the only part of Sony that was still running. And the only reason they were still running is because they were on Google Workspace. I mean, this is a story that we haven't been able to tell. But I mean, in Sony, in larger Sony, they were like, everything was down. They had to replace machines and all this stuff. And ImageWorks was like, do you want us to set you up with accounts here? <laughs> because we're not affected. And, and that is like such a big deal because those threats are just accelerating. They're not slowing down, right? They're getting more sophisticated. They're not slowing down. So I think the overall security posture of an integrated setup like this, that's so thin on the, on the, on the endpoint is just undervalued in some cases. Totally agree, totally agree. And Google have always been a leader in this. I think they're being even more so now in terms of the protections they offer, like safety features within Gmail that warn you for all kinds of suspicious messages. So it's a layer between the spam filter that already catches 99.9% of the emails, um, which are malicious, to then warn the user enough visually that they should check and be careful of an email. These kind of things that no one else is doing that they innovate on, I think are fantastic. Yeah, and it's just built in. You don't even have to turn it on. Like those things just come. Enable by default. Um, let's talk about, I mean, there's so much. By the way, I feel like you can write 10 different blog posts about just the announcement <laughs> from yesterday. So let's try to highlight the three or four most impactful. Yeah, for sure. Well, that is a, that is a very difficult challenge, as you say, um, because the, the amount of things that they uh, announced and the breadth of the, the things that they announced across many of the different tools, many different concepts, uh, I think is amazing. One thing that I want to highlight straight away that I think they're working on, and I think this is one of the things that we were dis- discussing uh, in the way that Google are leading the path around culture and how work should be handled. Uh, I love the the concept they're working towards called, uh, they coin it collaboration equity. So the idea that all of the people across an organization have equal opportunity to contribute, collaborate, communicate with others by providing the same tools and features to everyone. And it, and it also, it's not just everyone. It, it doesn't matter what device you're using or what location you're in. Google are trying to work towards everyone having the same capabilities. I think this is a fantastic uh, mission. I think Google are very well set and placed to do it. And clearly they're showing that they're putting it in place through some of these features that are, that are coming into play, which is great. I love which, that. Which features contribute to that vision the most? Well, I would say the fact that um, even throughout their, that this isn't actually a, a new feature thing, but just to touch on it quickly, because I think it's so important, even though Google have different tiers of workspace or different packages that they offer, all of the core tools and most of the, the core capabilities are included in all of the packages. Some of the things which are in the higher tiers are more security and admin related or higher tiers of some of the meat features that are more sort of powerful capabilities, but all of the core Capabilities are included in all of the packages. And I love that that's Google's approach because I think it talks to that collaboration equity very much. Um, But some of the uh, amazing tools, 
Uh, let's see. I think that some of the Google Meet features that are coming out are definitely going to talk to that. So the fact that you're able to, we have hand raising in, in uh, Google Meet calls, which is great. But now we're going to have uh, emoji reactions, which I love. Uh, some people on my, my LinkedIn posts were questioning whether they would want emoji reactions, <laughs> thumbs up, love hearts. And, Ron, in, in Ron's going to speak only in emojis moving forward in the Google that, Exactly. I love that. No, I think, I think there's, despite the sort of lighthearted nature of it, perhaps that it's emojis, I think the fact that it allows you to interact more and we all have the yeah. problem of the meeting that goes on too long where you're not really able to speak and the difficulty there of interrupting the verbal flow. I think having that ability um, is really helpful. Um, yeah. You know what I really like? I like the accessibility features and I'm just categorizing them as such. I don't know what it is technically, but Anything around transcription, multilingual, um, it's so great from an inclus inclusiveness standpoint. And again, Google has like the most powerful AI to be able to do that, right? Um, I love pulling in collaborators into a video conversation. Look, I, even without that, I don't even imagine how we would run SADA over the last 15 years all the documentation, all the SOWs, all the RFPs, all the things that require 20, 30 people sometimes to go through and, and to, to produce quickly. But imagine getting through a complex question or challenge or decision by being in a doc, starting a video, having a right, live conversation. So you're not just commenting back and forth. You are handling three weeks of back and forth in a 20-minute conversation that's just so powerful because efficiency is just so key, especially in a multi-mode hybrid world, right? Like, imagine that. Totally agree. And uh, some of the other features that, that I'm very excited about are how Google are integrating these collaboration capabilities even more. So we're not even going to have to leave Gmail to be able to create a doc within a chat room uh, and start collaborating on it. We could be in an email, see a trigger for wanting to start a project or a file or a task, and we can do all of that within the Gmail interface on web or on the mobile. This is yeah. amazing. This yeah. is exactly the stuff that we're talking about. That yeah. and also the capability when you're already working, maybe you're in a meet call and you have a document that you're collaborating on, to be able to pull that into the call seamlessly in one click. This is also some of these things which is just going to make it so much easier to collaborate and encourage people to do this much more, which I love. I also really like the, uh, again, the work-life harmony features, let's call them. Yes. Recurring out of office, working hours, multiple sections per day. Like this is going to be our reality. I'm uh, working at six to 10 and then I got to take two hours to do something with the kids and then I'll be back for four hours and then I'm going to get like, this is going to be normal and it's going to be like a, a, a productivity suite that's ready for any predicament that's where any work style is going to be supported location and availability indicators. Right. How nice is that? Like uh, that's not always a thing. Location is not always something we're able to broadcast and it's important for context, time zone and other considerations, right? We want to be polite. Um, yeah. I, I think capabilities that Google are working on around the, the status indicator are superb. I think this is one of the biggest problems we have, being able to segment our time properly, know, show people when we're available to collaborate or communicate with them. So, for example, 
being indicated when someone's in a meet call or they're doing their focus time. This is fantastic. This is groundbreaking. It's going to help people get interrupted less, set expectations better. And yeah, achieve being, that being chatted while you're in a meeting, it's not only Pavlovian response of wanting to, you know, but you also just want to be, you want to seem responsive. But if someone understands like, hey, you're trying to be attentive, then I think, and, and, and for that to occur automatically, so you're not even manually changing your status, I think is so powerful, such a great way to use the data that exists in the singular, singular platform. Like, of course, the system knows when you're in a meeting. Speaking of uh, data, the user is also going to get uh, a report of uh, next to their Google Calendar of their workspace usage and where Google are, are giving their little marker of, of um, culture, uh, of how they want to lead the culture of work there, is that the report is only visible to the user. It's not like a manager has oversight of this. I think yeah. this is a little marker of where Google are saying, we want to give the user information and let them make decisions which make sense for them. And I think that's a very modern, good, effective approach to work. For sure. I want to talk about two commercial and one education things. One I love essentials now, including chat, Jamboard, and calendar. Absolutely. Nine months ago, when there was like this other idea of an essential skew, all of us who knew anything about the platform were ripping our We're like, what do you mean you're not going to include those things? And now it's there, which is, again, workspace, not wall-to-wall email replacement for every organization. It's fine. Start with a group. Start with one department, whatever, and uh, you don't have to have a big old IT project around mail routing and stuff like that if you want to activate that. I think it's brilliant. Oh, one more, I have to say, (laughs) having seen this demoed at a Google office a while back, walking in saying, hey, Google, start the meeting. Ah, Google Assistant integration, please. Look, it's actually doing it. No, don't do it's it. Too um, good. So I love that now Google Assistant can be integrated on some devices with your work profile, not just your consumer profile. Love that. Science fiction. Give me more. Um, less buttons I have to click, the better in all things in life. And then um, Google Meet. All the features for Meet. Rowan, tell me, why does anybody have to deploy and pay for Zoom? Why? Why? Tell me. Yeah, this is the thing. So Google Meet was always a fantastic product, very secure. And that's one of the differentiators, I'd say, against some of the other products. And also something that doesn't get talked about enough. Meet is the simplest product for an end user to use. There's no extension to install. There's no download, software download required. It works on any of the browsers. All you do is click the link and request to join. You don't even need to have a Google account to join the tool. So it was always great in that aspect. But some of the incredible stuff that's coming, like I already mentioned the emoji reactions, but I think there's fantastic stuff that Google are doing around moderation and controlling what can be done. I think the education sector is going to love this stuff. Like the the host from the the integration with Google Classroom that they're building is fantastic. So any meet call you generate in Classroom automatically adds teachers and hosts. Uh, teachers as hosts and students as participants. You'd have multiple hosts per call um, and the hosts have abilities to to control the other participants like mute all of the participants um, or control if they can share their screen. Uh, and these abilities to sort of set the parameters of a, a meet call, 
perhaps in these more educational contexts, these are outstanding things that I think are going to be very, very helpful indeed. Classroom has taken off like crazy along with Chrome and education. It's really saved huge sections of the education um, uh, endeavors of school districts. Like they, they would not be able to do go all remote with classroom. It's really taken off. And it was this product that was used sometimes, but now it's like everybody's adopted it because it costs almost nothing. And now with all these sort of enterprise class integrations with Meet and other things, again, uh, when my kids' school rolled out Zoom last year, it was like a dagger in my heart. <laughs> but I got it. At the time I got it, I was like, okay, yeah, you can't mute. You can't do that. I, I, I get it. Yes. Go for it. But now it's like between this and Jamboard and Classroom, it's like, why am I paying for this other thing? Um, and I think that that and it's such a more seamless experience with Chromebooks and everything else. Because I've tried to use Zoom with a Chromebook. It's not that good of an experience. Sometimes I get invited to those. And of course, the audit logs in the back are are, are really quite phenomenal as well from the enterprise you know, security standpoint of what's actually going on in these meetings. Boy, that's a lot. Rowan, that is, and we haven't even touched on everything. Data location is another one, right? Yeah, there's tons. The the audit log point is really important, actually, especially for the education sector. They have so many problems, so many. We we saw the big news, of course, about Zoom bombing happening. I think that's only one extreme example of a ton of different issues that educators have been facing when they suddenly have to do all learning over a a Zoom or Meet call. Um, So I think that's really important. And there's a great tool or feature within the investigation tool now that allows you to end a call if there's a problem. So an admin can can sort of dive into a live scenario and, and uh, you know, end it, uh, which is fantastic. That's, that's a great capability. So I love that they're working on that sort of less user-facing, more more boring maybe side of things, but very important and serious. Yeah. No, I'm uh, excited about it. I'm, my mission is going to be to to get to get more of uh, the Google stack adopted in my kid's school. Because, you know, I think that's where it starts. And then to be really empowered to talk with our customers. Many, you know, we have hundreds and hundreds of workspace customers that have over the years also amassed a set of things that plug in. In some cases, it makes sense. Maybe it's Asana. Okay, Google's not going to build that, right? Um, But some of these things, I think, our customer success team, account management team has never been in a better position to have a meaningful conversation of not only especially right now, saving money for our customers, but also enhancing their security footprint and their identity strategy. Um, And, you know, I think it's just a a great time to be uh, uh, at SADA doing this with Google in North America. Um, I'm really excited that you're here and uh, we have lots of work ahead. And I think for me, what success looks like is in a year from now, you, you are not just you, you are a team that supports sales, sales engineering. And uh, we continue to be the leading workspace partner um, in, 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 in America's, if not the world. And um, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really loving all the attention that workspace is getting within Google Cloud, not just the product roadmap stuff that Javier is doing, but everything else. I mean, it's a super exciting time. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Like I said, even organizations that are using workspace, as you alluded to, I don't think they're using it as in the best way they can, getting the most out of it, uh, on largely. And also, 
these new features, they're hard enough for us to keep up with as the geeks that, you know, stay on top of mm-hmm. it. Never mind our customers that are doing their own thing that need us to come in and help them use those capabilities. So as Google are accelerating and adding more and more functionality, we need to stay on top of that and help our customers make sure that they use that in the best way and get the most from it. And that's a really exciting thing, of course. We're all in for that. Uh, Roland, thank you so much for being my guest. I can't wait for this episode to, to, uh, to, to be released. And now I'll let you get back to all the different sellers that are trying to pull you into these meetings to, uh, to educate our, our prospects and existing customers and all the capabilities of Workspace. Uh, hey, our job is never done because the product evolves so much. And, um, and I'm really excited about what 2021 holds for us. My pleasure, my pleasure. I love it. I I must get back to the calls. My my calendar is overwhelmed at this point. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.